The Dead Show of the Month Podcast. Welcome back to the Dead Show of the Month Podcast. It's me, your old friend Dave, and we are back with another amazing journey with the Grateful Dead and Friends. Joining us in studio this afternoon, my friend and yours, our co-host Bob. It's great to be in the studio again, Dave. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, yep. It's uh, nice to do this more regularly than not. Yeah. And we get to do it all the time now, which is awesome. Our, our listeners expect no less than perfection from us and the Grateful Dead. And I can tell you that you guys are going to get some uh, weird stuff tonight. We're going all the way back in the time machine tonight to the days of live dead. We got Dead Show of the Month number 182. The Grateful Dead from the Dream Bowl in Vallejo, California on February 22nd, 1969. Some folks call this Primal Dead, Bob. This is right in the wheelhouse. A week later, they recorded Live Dead at, in, in San Francisco, and this is like cut from the same cloth. They they almost could have used anything from this show to put on Live Dead. Yeah, literally, you can I can hear sections that sound like they're you know almost duplicated, from yeah, one to the other, which is not a surprise. I mean, these were pieces, yeah, and um, but the recording quality and and the yeah. Besides, you know, they they got like maybe the the opener is a little bit uh, odd uh, to get to it, but they certainly get to it. Yeah. You know, and uh, they really drive a hell of a show. I will not even try to disagree with you. And after our folks out there in listener land here, they will most certainly agree with you as well. So let's get the show on the road. The Grateful Dead from the Dream Bowl on February 22nd, 1969. You guys enjoy this and we'll meet you back here at halftime. Oh. 
come out with a losing hand Baby's gonna weep it up for a while Then go out Find another sweet man's gonna treat you with style Judge said, son, I know your baby But that's a secret that I can never tell Judge will answer, well understood And you got to admit that that sweet, sweet chair is so good Well, you know, son, you just can't figure First thing you know, you're gonna pull that trigger And no wonder you're raising the Jelly roll will drive you stone mad. Same old story, and I know it's been told. Some like jelly jelly, some like gold. Many a man's done a terrible thing just to get baby shiny diamond ring.
reflections of matter. Glass and dissolving in ice, petal flowers revolving. Lady in velvet recedes in the nights of goodbye. Shall we go? You and I while we can. Through the transitive night
I came across an empty space. The temple then exploded, let the bus stop in its place. I got on, that's when it all began. Well, devil kneel at the wheel of a bus to never ever land. Coming, 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 coming or coming around. Coming or coming around. Coming, 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 coming or coming around. Coming or
tune up and uh, talk amongst ourselves and drink some coke and all that and uh, then we're going to play again in a few minutes no doubt but uh, everybody is free to uh, rest for a while yeah like I said Bob very much like live dead and then <laughs> and then some and then some yeah um, I gotta say the mountains of the moon is just what a what a great tune yeah and that epic dark star from the Live Dead album was similar. That little the little intro that you hear yeah. is them transitioning from you know at that actual show they transition, which we played a few months back. Mm-hmm. We're getting good yeah. at this. It's like yeah. we we keep talking about stuff we've already played. That means we played a few, but quite a number. Yeah, quite quite a number. But yeah, Mountains of the Moon and the Dark Star 
very good stuff. And then the, the whole cryptical suite there, that didn't make it onto Live Dead. No. and um, They could have. It could have, and it was interesting to have it plugged right in after the Dark Star pretty much. And, yeah. uh, just putting those two things together was pretty powerful stuff. And they saved some stuff for the second set. They did. Mm-hmm. Not that we would tell anyone what it would be, but if you were paying attention to the discussion to date, you would have an idea of what Perhaps. that might be. Perhaps. Yeah. Maybe not, though. Maybe. You never know. The depth of the dead-based dorkiness of us might not be <laughs> as pervasive out into listener land. <laughs> is, is probably true. I have a serious problem. There was lots of weird stuff going on back in these days. Uh, you know, the thing that comes to mind for me is the the playboy after dark performance if oh, you want to yeah, call it that yeah, yeah. that was right there during this time period 1969 and uh, everybody should have a cup of coffee i think everybody had more than a cup of coffee yeah when it, was that was that like right in this time period it was in 69 i don't know if it was right here but i i'm, I'm betting that the grateful dead looked just about like that and and we're playing uh much more detailed and, and rhythmically impressive stuff off of the set of of Playboy After Dark, but it sure looked like everybody was having a really good time at the end. They were. They were. Yeah. And, and, uh, I think they did a Mountains of the Moon during that. They did indeed. Yeah. And a St. Stephen as well. They did. Which is always cool. Everybody right. loves a 1969 St. Stephen. And everybody loves halftime music from Bob. What do you What do you have for us tonight, Bob? Something well, a little different. Yeah, something from uh, uh, uh a guy who was in a band that was pretty popular in the late 60s, and uh, his name's George Harrison. Yeah. He, he wrote a number of quaint little ditties, and I think we'll enjoy listening to those. All right. And the recording qualities. So let's check out some of Bob's yeah. uh, contribution this month of George Harrison. You guys enjoy it, and we'll meet you back here when they are done. This is D-Rock, and you are listening to The Dead Show of the Month podcast.
Yeah. So George yep. Harrison. You like that? I I really I like it too. That. Yeah. Yeah. Very very cool. Different than uh, fire breathing psychedelic dragon that was the Grateful Dead that we listened to a little bit ago and that we will get back to momentarily. But yeah, it's completely different from that. Um, I got to see George Harrison once back in I think it was '74 at Madison Square Garden with uh, Rabbi Shanker and uh, Billy Preston and hell of a show. I bet. Um, Maybe it was 73. I don't know. It was a long time ago. Many, <laughs> many, many moons. Damn. I was born in 73. Yeah. So Make um, you feel young there. Yeah. Un- unfortunately, he's left us, uh, but uh, his music is still there, and it's fantastic still. Yeah. So one thing about 1969 Dead, and there, there wasn't a whole lot of it in the first set, and there's uh, quite a bit of it coming up here in the second set, is the pig pen factor. Right. I mean, what would you have given, Bob, to have teleported back just a few years from when you started seeing the dead and been able to see what, by all accounts, was the the front man of this band? You know, the, the star of the Grateful Dead during this era was, to a lot of people, Pigpen. Yeah, I mean, he, he really only, in, in this show, he's only got the you know big piece there. Yeah, it's but, big. Uh, though. It's... It is really big and unfortunate for all of us that, there wasn't more time for him. Yeah. You know, uh, he ran out of his time. and uh, But the music that came from him is, is still memorable today. And, and uh, fortunately, we got a, a nice slice of it here. A real nice slice. Yeah. So let's get everybody back to the Grateful Dead from the Dream Bowl. I'm sure there was some dreams happening amongst the people enjoying this particular show, especially after that epic first set, second set type first set there. Yes. They didn't hold back. They, they rarely did back then. Like I said, the fire-breathing dragon was in the room. So let's get everybody back to the Dream Bowl, February 22nd, 1969, from Vallejo, California. This is The Grateful Dead. You guys enjoy it, and we'll meet you back here when it's all over. Goodbye. 
find any better ones in the morning I dream. Rain gonna come, but the rain gonna go, you know. Stepping off sharply from the rain and fire. Awful damp and dark like a dungeon. Maybe get a little bit darker for the day.
Scarlet lovers call it your own 
without a warning, you broke my heart. Taking it, baby, torn it apart. And you left me standing in the dark. Said your love for me was done. So come on, baby, baby, please. And I'm begging you, baby, cause I'm on my knees. Thank you. 
little boy And you left for me standing in the dark crying Setting your love for me was done So come on baby, baby Get a little lonely in the middle of the night, and I need you, darling, to make things all right. So come on, baby, come on, baby, baby, baby please, baby, please, begging you, baby, begging you, baby, 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 baby,
tell you something now. You gotta make me feel alright. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Cause she got box magnetic, great big and over five. Less than a hundred tubs. Oh, my. Fellas, I got something for you. Cause I know a lot of you fellas out here might wake up early in the morning sometime. You look over in the bed, ain't nobody in the bed but you. I know you don't get kind of lonesome behind that sometime, I guess. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. But I'm telling you, one kind of way, get yourself next to something you might like to get next to. That's the dance with her. You know, might be kind of nice. <laughs> Watch you people's down here stand up a while and do something. Why don't you get off your butt and do something righteous? All you got to do is stand up. Find yourself a little girl and say, hey, come on, let's dance a while. That's right. Get next to each other now. Ain't no way to stay apart. I reach over, over your shoulder. Touch somebody you feel. You like a dog. I just keep on. You got somebody next to you, why don't you do something with it? Get your hand out of your pocket and start dancing. Do something. You standing there like a fool. Look at you. I see you right there. You got your hand in your pocket, man. What are you doing with your hand out of My mama told me that'll make you crazy. Yo, fellas, standing around doing nothing. Huh. That ain't no way to get together. Every once in a while, if I get lonesome, 
That's my baby. Why don't you turn on your light? Let it shine on me. You know what I'm like? The light I'm talking about. Turn on that special light. Let it shine on me. So all I need is your love. All I need your Come on, darling. I, I, I just got to get to that mind that made me feel like a king. I knew it was a doggone cool to treat your man pretty good. Treat your man a little bit better. Let your life shine on me. Let your light shine down on this boy. I just got to get some blue your love. Let your light on my
Thank you. Oh, Bob, as it often ended back in these days, a big old fat turn on your love light with Pigpen. We, we called it. Raging. We knew it was coming. Yeah, I mean, again, damn. Yeah, uh, unbelievable. You know, there's a, a local band, The Alligators. Yep. Who, uh, they, they raise up this music really well. And uh, so that's as close as I think we're going to get these days to what was then. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, fiery second set. Yeah. Short and smaller in the number of songs, but uh, definitely Powerful. packed a punch. I mean, St. Stephen into the 11 is never going to be quick and tidy. That uh, did, that uh, would not have fit on a 20-minute side, album side. No, they... Way past that. They cooked it. And, they, and then following up with that love light at the end there, it just... Damn. Uh, I, yeah, I really like it. We don't get to this era a whole lot. And again, it's it's not the longest era or is documented in such a pristine manner that some of the other eras that we get to. And, and above all else, I really like to bring you guys high quality recordings out there. So that that's part of it. But it, it really was such a small slice in the Grateful Dead's history. And at the end of the decade... They morphed. They it, right, exactly. They were already starting, you know, some acoustic stuff in this era. They were already starting to tame the beast and come up with these acoustic arrangements, dazzle the crowd, and then somehow transition a nice, pretty little thing like Mountains on the Moon into absolute, the deepest, darkest spaces of Dark Star. Yeah, the um, the thing that gets me because uh, you know when we we go play from this era. And we talk about, oh, what are we going to do for halftime music? And sometimes I like to complement it with something from the same era because it can be really informative and interesting and kind of, you know, puts the Wayback Machine in alignment. Didn't do that today. But in trying to do that today, I was checking out different bands from that era, many who I love and who are fantastic performers, whether it's Leon Russell or... Uh, never mind the other handful that I looked at um, the recording quality just not there for the bands yeah right so you go from the jazz clubs right mm -hmm. uh, and like I had a cannonball Adderley that I was going to bring out it was fantastic a Coltrane um, recordings beautiful and then you go to these rock festivals in the late 60s and by and large the sound you're getting it, that's out there just not doing it meanwhile Awful. the Grateful Dead were killing it with high quality recordings we're so fortunate <laughs> to have that and uh we see the rest of the industry kind of catch up you know in in the 70s and, you know by the 80s everybody's kind of they're pretty good that know? is that's my biggest problem when i'm looking at halftime stuff too is just the quality of the recording it's hard to you know even from the same era the same technology the same type of gear recording it i just don't think there was the detail put out there by the crew to ensure that this that it was properly documented. And, and clearly early on, the Grateful Dead were interested themselves at documenting these experiences that they were creating. They, they clearly knew they were doing something very different and cutting edge. They seemed to make a very, very clear choice to document that and record it from the earliest of days. And then of course you got these multi-tracks from this particular era because they were trying to record a live album with Warner Brothers. Right. So they had access to really, really good stuff, but it never really ended. Again, the whole Europe 72 tour, I mean, one of the best tours ever, and the recordings that we enjoy so much come from them. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they were interested in documenting a trip across the pond, and 
as as Cutler said, you know, it was an almost unbeatable Grateful Dead era right there. There was a, a Texas music festival that I was probing for content and at 1969, what a lineup. And I was listening to some of the music. It's great music. It's yeah. just poorly recorded. Yep. You know, and you know what the artists were, you know, with Janice and Tiny and Bonnie, Santana, I don't know. That's, you know, the list is two pages long. And uh, you can tell it's hot stuff. It's just not, you can't salvage it for nope. for use here. It's it's the hardest part of doing halftime. It really is. I mean, the, you're exactly right. You find the goods out there, but it's like, mm, compared to what we just listened to quality-wise, this is going to like be painful for people, and they're going to want to fast forward, and we don't like that. We like them to get the entire experience. It's very important that you guys out there get the full experience to us. And if you guys enjoy the full experience that our podcast provides you, or at least the ability to provide you, you can send us an email at deadshowofthemonth at hotmail.com or check us out on the Facebook at www.facebook.com slash DSOTM podcast. A very fun show right here, Bob. Yeah, thanks, Dave. I love the way you curate this. It's fantastic. A lot of fun. You just... Picking through, and you know, I need a 69 show, and I'll listen to a half dozen of them. And in 1969, it wasn't hard to find gold. No. You know, a little bit harder towards the end of their career to find the real dazzling displays. But man, they they made it easy on me. I, I can't take too much credit, Bob. Yeah. They, they, again, the proper documentation of the music, good recording, uh, a band at the top of their game for a long, long, long time. They make it real easy. And the fact that they never did the same thing twice the same way, even if I find a clunker, it's still somebody out there is dancing to it. I promise you that. You, you know what's kind of interesting? I'm looking at uh, some of the, the shows they did in 69 in, in that month, and uh, they did a bunch of shows on the East Coast, and they had a bunch of opening acts that we wouldn't normally associate with the Grateful Dead, like the Velvet Underground, yep. right? And I'm just wondering, does somebody out there have tapes from the Velvet Underground before the Grateful Dead? Is there some sub-vault with those things in it? Would love to pry that open and, and you know, Janice and her band. Have do. you heard the stuff from Owsley's Vault? No. I, I don't know if you have Spotify, but if you look up, like, Bears, I can't, I don't, it's not Bears' choice, but... A lot of oh, recording. Yes. When he was doing sound with the Grateful Dead, he, you know, they had all these openers. And I just uh, saw an article on Google the other day that got me to look it up on Spotify. Hmm. When Johnny Cash played Folsom Prison, yeah, he went to San Francisco the next day and played there. And Owsley was the sound man that night and recorded it. And it's it's beautiful. It's not it's not all Grateful Dead, but there's a lot of really high quality new writer stuff that he's right. put out. Right. An almond show that didn't circulate anywhere that mm. he recorded because he was the sound man and i'll have to go probe that more like i said there was yeah. always an interest from the very early days at documenting the uniqueness of the grateful dead experience on uh, from within the band and yeah. their, their their outer sphere it wasn't it didn't just come from taper chuck in that era right. it they, wasn't they, an accident no they, yeah. they not happenstance thank god because they've got this rich vault and, and they release a ton out of it i mean comparative yeah. comparatively it's, it's amazing what they do. More Grateful Dead next month. Next month, Bob, I have a huge show on tap. It's from the Great White North, eh? Really? Yeah. Hey. It's for, I don't, How yeah. far? How yeah. far? The North. Uh, it's in, from Canada, eh? Hey. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to leave it at that because, nice. you know, there's I don't want to give people too much of a tip, but I can tell you, big show, big country. Big country. A lot of snow. A lot of deadheads. Cold. Nice a lot, people A lot of there. deadheads, yeah. Shout out to our... Uh, 
Grateful Dead friends up there, uh, Sean and Ann and uh, Lisa, just some folks I know from uh, playing in the sand. From the Grateful Dead, from the Great White North up yeah, there? Yeah, they're all Great White North. Are they wearing their toques right now? Because it's pretty cold be. up there. Sean's probably wearing his, uh, his scuba outfit. Put your toque He's on. <laughs> yeah, don't forget that toque. All right, you guys. You guys, uh, it has been fun as always. I want to thank everybody, including my esteemed co-host Bob and the Grateful Dead themselves for being such gentlemen and performing such amazing music and at least allowing somebody to have the wherewithal to record it and document it for our fun here in 2021 all these years later. It is, it is. For my co-host Bob, this is your old friend Dave and we're saying so long from Chino, California. The Dead Show, the Mighty Podcast. Podcast.